Tom Tappet. Welcome to the Hell Fucking Yeah podcast. What's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, so who do, for, who, for those of you who don't know, he is an incredible artist, uh, tattooist, and a homie, really. Fucking, we've known each other for quite some time, man. Yeah, I've known you for a while, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't seen you in probably like a decade. Yeah, I haven't uh, been on Long Island in quite some time. Right, right, right. <laughs> but at least since high school, I've known you. Um, right. As crazy as it is, man, I was like over 20 years ago. True. It's fucking nuts. So how's life now, man? Things are slow, man. Just <laughs> living in Brooklyn and enjoying nice. what I can. Nice, man. Um, you working at a shop or no? Yeah, I work in uh, Soho uh, at a place called Soho Inc. Okay. Uh, it's uh, in the heart of Soho. It's a pretty rad area. It's super like fancy compared yeah. to you know where I started and grew from, and then I'm at the place where I'm at now, where I can just like kind of hide in the shadows and do my thing. Sure. Um, how long have you been tattooing? Fourteen years now. Wow. Yeah. I remember, and I remember back in. I mean, we weren't really you know close. I wasn't really close with too many people in high school because right. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Um, <laughs> I wasn't a big social guy. Um, but I knew you wanted to do tattoos. Uh, you were in one of my yeah. classes. And so at what age would you say, like, you were like, this is what I want to fucking do. I want to, uh, I was actually 15. Uh, and I got my first tattoo illegally. And, uh, the yeah. moment <laughs> I got my tattoo, I was like, holy shit. Like this is yeah. fucking dope. You know what I mean? And, uh, and then, like, the guy that owned the shop was just, like, the coolest guy I've ever met in my entire life. Like, right. women adored him. Guys wanted to be, like, I wanted to be him. I thought he was just, like, such a fucking cool person. And um, thing is, at that age, it's, especially with how I was, it just didn't have that kind of uh, initiative in me. And I was scared because you don't, make the money and I had to get out of my house. I had to get out of Long Island. I was just right. whatever. And I went into retail. And then after a couple of years of that, uh, I just, I had enough money where I was just like, screw it. Let's, I'd rather be happy. Yeah. There's nothing and, more, there's nothing more motivating than uh, working in retail. A couple of years of not making much money tattooing and just trying to get better. Yeah. You know? um, so did you have like prior artistic skills? Um, no, so I had have? a, I had a small desire. Like it was, it was always a background desire for it, but uh, it was more so like I had appreciation for it, even at a young age, like the things that I would look at and people I admired, uh, with what they can do on a regular art front, like, right. you know, paintings and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, when I got, when I started tattooing is when I started actually drawing at the same time. And I would just pick up books and I would look at magazines and I would just do everything I could to figure out how to do anything. Sure, sure, no, that's really cool. Um, yeah. So 14 years professionally, uh, yeah. you say, right? Okay, so how has the pandemic affected the tattoo industry? Well, in New York, uh, it's a lot different all over right. you know, the world, let alone country, but New York especially. Uh, we were closed March, beginning of March. And I luckily am very good with money management. So I was okay and I just, went and did all the painting projects I've been wanting to do. And now I had finally had the time to just work on them. Um, and then as soon as we were allowed to open back up, which was the beginning of August, I believe, uh, it was a big rush of a lot of people that just mm. needed something to get out and, you know, spend their money on. Sure. Uh, and then now it's like kind of doing one of these things because it's still, in Manhattan, there's still not, I mean, there's a lot of people, but it's not compared to what it normally is. Like, I think they're even saying that we're going to lose 66 million tourists this year, wow. which is a big chunk of change for the whole city in so Absolutely. many different areas. Yeah. 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 
So now that we're getting back to like, quote unquote, normal, um, what would you say is the greatest challenge for the industry? And would you say it's in any kind of danger? It was in danger before uh, COVID. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, between social media and everything, uh, tattooing has become very, very mainstream where uh, when people started build even a small following, they just open up their own shop and everybody's, I'm going to do this on my own. I can do it better because everybody has their own better idea of how it's going to be. Right. So I'm sure no matter where you are, you can walk down the street and there's like five tattoo shops within a mile. Right. Whereas when I started, there was like one in this neighborhood and then there was one a couple neighborhoods away. And then there was okay. one a couple neighborhoods away from that. But now it's like, even on my street alone that I work on, there's like four or five within a five, 10 minute walking distance. Yeah. Uh, do you see the possibility of like people doing like house calls and things like that? Um, they already are. Yeah. Uh, yeah and you know, uh, there's people that are influential uh, on the internet, which people tend to follow. Uh, sometimes we'll, course people into doing that and then they sure. puts the seed in the head and sure people call yeah. our shop asking if we'll come and do them at a hotel and stuff like that and right our shop doesn't do that and there, there's nothing wrong with that kind of thing like whatever everybody has their own jam yeah just we just don't do that from our shop i just i guess the thing for me is that like i'm starting to see all these things closing down you know um i i myself i uh i'm a barber I cut mm -hmm. hair and um, I had to shut my shop down, you know, like for, oh. for good. Like I uh, closed it down in March. I opened back up in whenever fucking July. Um, and it was just, I lost half my people, you know? Right. I mean, I hope they're okay. They're scared but, to come out. Or... <laughs> exactly. They're scared to come out or they right. bought a fucking buzzer at Walmart and said, fuck it. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's affecting a lot of things. Um, I'd hate to see shit like that go, you know? It's like, it's crazy to see like a lot of the small businesses in New York being overtaken by larger businesses in Manhattan yeah. because New York is built by small business right. working man. And now like it's, it's money talks and like they can afford to pay the rent that's now required in Manhattan. Right. And uh, some people just can't survive. Yeah. You know, and I still, I still go to the same small coffee shop, cafe bell as much as possible. And, yeah. you know, I tip hard just to help <laughs> her survive, you know? Sure. Uh, yeah. I feel like we're, um, we're losing a lot of like the creative stuff or, you know, I mean, just put music in as an example. Um, people don't realize, you know, I interview a lot of musicians and stuff on this show and I become friends with some of them and their main source of income has pretty much been eliminated you know like yeah they have records yeah, and stuff but they make like pennies on that shit you know it's touring and and merchandise and all that stuff that really pays their bills you know um yeah. it's their job people don't realize that they think because they have an album out or something that they're rich it's not not normally the case um so yeah things like that are i feel like they're kind of yeah, like there's no music venues allowed uh, yeah, to be yeah. open. <laughs> there's there's some things that are happening in New York, which I think is kind of cool. Like the alley that's right by the tattoo shop. There's somebody that's been like just doing like bootleg. Like I'm going to set up a comedy station, right? And they're they're performing at seven o'clock at night because <laughs> there's no residential in that area. So right. they're just like, let's try it out, and they're and they're allowed to perform in that way. There's been a couple things I've seen around the city where we're just kind of doing it under the radar enough where like they're keeping it safe but like hey you know there's still a reason to be in new york sure sure yeah and you know what that that's a cool point because people are finding ways to adapt now you know yeah that, like this is, is something i've always wanted to do and it's this, always about this whole fucking pandemic gave me this you know that's awesome um and yeah and like even bands now are doing concerts online you, you still pay ticket you still buy a ticket it's like Right. Usually pretty cheap. Funding um, somehow. Right. And, you know, like just recently, uh, No Effects did a show in the backyard. That's awesome. Uh, 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, you'd be able to watch it live and it was like 25 bucks, you know? Um, and you know, but ha tattoos cannot be done virtually, you know? So that's something I do worry about that, uh, worry about. Uh, but well, I've been lucky we get enough there. to have a couple of <laughs> different ways of selling my art. So, yeah. Yeah. We're definitely going to be talking about that. Um, you know, it, it takes years and years to develop these kind of skills and, and, and talents. Um, and it's just a shame to see people losing their livelihoods, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but now let's go back to the beginning. Um, so I've known you since a long fucking time ago. Uh, I knew you wanted to be an artist, probably even before that. Uh, you were one of the first people to have like a fucking actual tattoo, you know, in high school. Right, right. Kids, pro <laughs> kids probably have them now because they're so much more common. Right, right. Um, but at that time, you know, late 90s, it wasn't, if you had one, you're like, whoa, look at this fucking guy, you know? Right, right. right. <laughs> Um, so getting into the fine art, was that kind of like an intention beforehand? Like, is that something you always wanted to do when you thought tattooing was a way in? No. Um, okay. it's kind of like something just like everything. It just kind of adapted. And then I kind of tried to look into the future of what is, and I know without a doubt, uh, that I won't be able to tattoo forever. Mm -hmm. uh, but at least if I can find my voice with whatever kind of art it is that I do, uh, maybe I can live off that until the end yeah. is here, you know? Absolutely. Um, so trying to find that voice is just like, that's the part where I, I'm just working on the sidelines and just doing that as much as I can. And I've been lucky enough to get opportunities with it and uh yeah it just it's developing slowly but it's here you know i'm kind of just i'm not trying to shout i'm just doing what i gotta do to hone it absolutely and i mean you have a very specific style obviously um mm -hmm. a lot of nudes a lot of uh sexy yeah. risque, you know kind of uh art like it's really really amazing so if anyone out there hasn't seen it um, they can head over to your Instagram page, right? Is that pretty much the best uh, display? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much, you know. Okay, and if anyone, online, right? if anyone wants to buy it, um, Etsy, right? They can buy prints. Yeah, on there's Etsy. a link right on. There's a link on uh, the Instagram page. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's um, really cool stuff. Uh, it's incredible, actually. Um, Thanks, man. So, what's your what's your process for this art? Because it's a lot of. It, to me, it looks like uh, live models. Is it live models, photographs, yes. imagining? It is live models. Yeah, uh, but not live as in while I'm doing it. Um, okay. Basically, I have been lucky enough to have met a lot of people uh, within an erotic industry uh, when it comes to burlesque or porn or photographers. Um, and people that I've even looked up to in the past, like uh, Dave Nessler was somebody I looked up to when I was a kid. And then um, in my early thirties, he actually became a friend. Okay. Uh, and he's, uh, he's also another uh, pinup artist. Um, and or even Viva Van Story, who I looked up to her photography. And then we became friends a couple of years ago uh, through what I do. Uh, so I kind of pick up tips and tricks from them and uh, it kind of just develops from there. Um, but I mean, like it, it might be risque and stuff like that, but it's really like me kind of also like on the slide, just really talking about living in the moment and, and whatnot, because just like in life, uh, like people always want the end product. They, mm -hmm. they want to retire here, like that's things that they're thinking about. And uh, the same thing is, you know, like an orgasm, when orgasm is cool, but like, if that's all you're thinking about, it becomes like uh, a goal set. So there's a lot of pressure on it, but foreplay as the lead up, the build, everything like that. So that's why a lot of the things that I do, you don't even see the face because I want you to, feel as if it, it was made for you and a part of you and you can live sure. within that. Sure. Well, that's awesome, man. Um, so you have prints. Now, do you have any original art that you sell? 
I do. Uh, a lot of it is gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, yeah, it just, it goes. And then some are in galleries and uh, uh, I've even, I've had two solo shows, uh, one in New York and one in Philadelphia. Uh, somehow I, I didn't, I was, I'm not ready for gallery shows. I don't believe, but you know, they, they get there and it's kind of cool when I'm asked to do stuff like that. And, you know, I've done a couple group shows in like Detroit and, you know, New York, which is kind of fun. So it sells that way. And I do sell originals online uh, when I'm willing to give them up because there's a couple that I just want to keep. Sure. Uh, I'm too, they're, I'm, they're too much for me, but. Have you ever tattooed one of your pieces on someone? Like one of your art pieces on someone? Uh, in a way, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, because art is uh, a very loose way of using the word prostitution of art. Right. Uh, because people just tell me what they want. And I basically give them what I'm able to do uh, based on what they say. Uh, so sometimes they just come in, they, they still don't even really know what they want. They just give me a basic idea. And then it's just, it's essentially my art. Um, but the only time that I've been able to really push what I do is when I used to do tattoo conventions, uh, because I would literally just put drawings on the table and say, this is what I will do this weekend. But when oh, I work wow. in a shop, yeah. it's not really so much. You don't really have that right. kind of, <laughs> right. I'll only fucking do this. It's just, okay, this is, this is what uh, you want me to do. That's yeah. what I'll do. You know? Yeah. Right. Uh, what's the craziest, not, not location, but like the weirdest tattoo you've ever done. <laughs> the weirdest. I don't know, man. There's just, were there any ones that you were small. like, well, I don't want to do this. Like what the fuck? Oh, I, I say no. Often. Yeah. Uh, just because it's uh, morally or, you know, like, which they can go get it done somewhere else. Like I'm, I just don't want to be the one responsible for certain sure. things. Sure. Um, sure. You know, especially like an 18 year old wanting their whole hand tattooed. And I'm like, that's, that's cool. It's just not something that I want to be a part of because you're going right. to remember my face. Uh, I won't remember you most likely, but uh, right. you're going to remember my face for the rest of your life and probably hate <laughs> me when you're 30. Yeah. So do you have any rules uh, with that? Like as far as, someone wants to get a neck tattoo or a face or a hand, like, do they have to be kind of ready, already inked up? Yeah. You, you've <laughs> got to be pretty heavily tattooed and experienced in healing tattoos and whatnot. And uh, I don't care what you do for a living. It, you know, I just want you to have the right state of mind. I don't think their age should even be 18. I think it should be 25. Yeah. Um, because the, <laughs> we all still make stupid choices in our early twenties. Yeah, you know, I kind of wish it was 25 as well, not as a tattoo mm -hmm. artist, but as a someone right. who gets a tattoo, because I got some right, right. stupid ones, you know, at 18. <laughs> Same, you know. Uh, you know, nothing, you know, offensive or anything, just stupid, you know, probably trendy at the time or whatever. Right, yeah. Um, exactly. I so, still have them, just because it's like, oh, that's what I was doing then. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I keep, you know, I did a couple cover-ups and stuff like that, but I keep everything right. for the most part. Like as a reminder, you know. <laughs> um, so, you're obviously your art's kind of risque. Do you have any trouble online, uh, on like Instagram, Facebook jail, things like that? <laughs> uh, I have been banned from Facebook a couple times, mm -hmm. uh, but not Instagram. Huh. Instagram kind of lets me go. Uh, but I also don't have any followers that I tricked people into following me. Like, I don't ever use a hashtag. I don't ever do, like, the stupid little tricks that you can do to gain followers. I think all my followers are pretty much genuine yeah. uh, for the most part. Yeah. Um, so when I feel, I don't know if this is true or valid, but I feel like me doing it that way keeps me out of trouble because they know what it is. Like it's, it's people that I've met or people that have bought my stuff somewhere else or at like a, a show or something like that. And like, those are the people that I have met. And like, I deleted all my social media a couple of years ago. And I like, I, I started from a new about three years ago. So my following's a lot smaller, but it's still like 100% like true people. 
That's awesome though. Yeah. So I don't really, really run into any issues if I paint like a guy's hand around a girl's neck or something like that. You know? Yeah. 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 No one's going to report you. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So it's funny because I had a problem. Like I don't ever really post anything too crazy. Um, right. but I had this, I had this funny meme and it was, um, it was a woman with like a mask on, like, you know, a mask that we all wear now. And, uh, it had a picture of a ball gag on it and like the profile of a, a woman so it looks like she just had a ball gag in her mouth right it would not let me post it on anything and it said like it said something funny like you know 2020 has been hell but our mean game our no our mass game is on point right nothing offensive about it nothing really even right, sexual right. it was a you know it was a ball gag in her mouth but it wasn't even in her mouth it was on a fucking picture and it wouldn't let me post it like <laughs> i put it up and instantly instantly it was taken down that's the um, algorithms reading it. Yeah. And what's funny is that, you know, I've seen some fucked up shit on like Facebook and things like that, you know? So mm -hmm. like to ban a drawing, nevertheless, of a woman's nipple or-, you, or I mean, like I, I've, I've, like, I've been fuck? challenged, but uh, I just so oh, look at it again. It's a drawing, you know, like there's right, like a right. little button that you can say, check it out. No, yeah. it's not real. Like check your algorithms because this isn't- Right. A real person. Yeah, they, they didn't even challenge me on that one. They were just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You're not putting this up. Uh, but I've seen like fucking beheadings, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. how, did, how did that slip through the crowd? I don't know how they get away with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Not that I want to watch that stuff, but, you know, I could see someone posted it. I'm like, why is that even there? Um, all right. So I'm going to ask you a couple of favorites. This is probably okay. the only like little on the spot question, question part. Uh -huh. um, so what's your favorite New York City pizza spot? <laughs> actually, I had it last night. It was nice. actually phenomenal. It's not in New York City. It's in Brooklyn. Uh, it's in Carroll Gardens called uh, Lucali. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never oh, had it before, but I, I definitely know of it. Yeah, like I was amazed on how good it was. Like, uh, you know, I've been to a lot of places, the Defara, LMB. I grew up on LMB, Spumoni Gardens. And yeah. You know, and there's, there's other places that are very popular, but I think they lack luster. Mm -hmm. uh, like sauce is fantastic on Rivington, but Lucali definitely has taken the cake for me pizza wise in New York. Right. And it was a two hour wait. It was worth it. Yeah. That's what I, you know, I try to explain to a lot of people who come to New York for the first time or, or um, you know, everyone hears it's the best pizza and it is. However, mm -hmm. there's so many, there's, five fucking million pizza places in the city right, right, right. and four million of them are horrible you know they're yeah. just tourist traps you know Without a doubt. yeah the dollar um, pizza place that tastes like right, cardboard right so now lucali <laughs> is it like a thin crust it's thin crust it's yeah. cold nice. uh roasted which nice. is pretty badass yeah uh but it and it's uh their regular pizza is a margarita pizza and i'm a sucker for fresh basil yeah but uh <laughs> It was oh, just yeah, so yeah. good. The whole atmosphere was good, like which plays a lot of points in me too. Like if if your restaurant is dope, sure. I'm, I'm a huge fan already. Like I walked in last night and I was like, this is gonna be great. Right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I actually lived in Connecticut for a little while. I don't know if you if you ever had like New Haven pizza. We um, did. We did uh me and a couple of friends went up to do Sally's and mm, yeah, Frank Pepe's and and uh yeah, and uh we hated it. Really? Really? Yeah, wow. We, we yeah. hated every last place except for the one that wasn't on the list to eat there. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but just some random old guy told us about it. And we were like, ah, let's go try it out. Yeah. It was amazing. Right. Uh, you don't remember what it was called? It was modern? No, it was on the same street where Sally's and that other one where there was just an hour and a half line to eat inside, right. which didn't make sense because we just went inside, got a pie, and then went at a picnic table and ate it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, no, I know. Um, it's funny because so when we moved from New York to Connecticut, we were there for a while. You know, it was a concern. Like, oh, I hope they have good pizza. So it was good for that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's it's noted as some of the best pizza in the country, but I know I, I'm I know all about I'm that. all about you know I'm all about New York. Uh, I, little Vincent's over here and shit like that. You know, I guess that's oh, what you God, grow up yeah. with, but. Yeah, I, I still think like Long Island pizza is probably the best pizza there is, even yeah. compared to New York. I still yeah. think it's yeah that and, and Chinese food on Long Island is 
yeah, blows I everything know. in New York away. I know. It's crazy. It really is. Um, so some of your favorite tattoo artists. Uh, tattoo artists. Uh, to me, right now, the best in the country is a girl named Teresa Sharp. Okay. Uh, she's in Richmond, Virginia, the unkindness. Uh, there's nothing that that girl can't do. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Um, uh, Jeff Gogway in Oregon, he's just mind boggling. And then there's, there's just so many that like I look at and I'm in awe of what they do, including some of the people that I work with. Sure. Like this guy, Logan, I work with like the stuff that he produces and like, he draws it, like he'll draw a whole sleeve on and just nail it. Wow. This guy Moni I worked with in Philadelphia, like he does like all the the Polynesian stuff and he draws it on like the whole thing with like a red pen and then That's just insane. it's it's so perfect. Wow. So perfect. <laughs> um favorite modern artist like um like what you do like um uh currently? Yeah. Uh I don't even know. There's just so many out there right now I, what i've been paying attention to mostly lately is photographers mm. uh so like i really love viva van story stuff uh even though i know she's a friend and all but it's just like the stuff blows me away every time yeah. i look at it including like like chassa ray is just fantastic uh, I try not to look at anybody that does what I do because I don't want to get personally influenced. <laughs> sure. Uh, even though I appreciate their art, it's just I don't want to see it all the time because then I might try to do it right. and like lose my own way. But uh, yeah, no, I totally understand that. I do that with this. Yeah. Like, um, I don't really listen to podcasts, and I'm doing it right because I don't want. I don't. I just want to do what I think it is. <laughs> right. You don't want to sit here and go, oh, you that's know? what he's doing. Let, let me. Let yeah. Me pepper yeah. that into my right. Stuff, right. You know? And of course, I have influences yeah. or like you know things that I borrow from other things, but mm -hmm. you know, I just don't want to sit down and like study something that I'm trying to do. I'd rather just right make it original and make it my own. And if I happen to rip somebody off, I'm sorry. It's not. A, it's just a fucking yeah, coincidence. Yeah, it wasn't. You know? It was on. Yeah. Right. On purpose. Right. But that's that's the same thing. Like that. There, <laughs> there are a lot of great charcoal artists out there that I think are fantastic. Yeah. It's just I try not to be them. I try to just yeah. still be myself. So if I start staring at the stuff, I know I'm just going to sit there and go, how did he do that? Let me try and do that. Cause that's what yeah. happened with tattoos early on. And now, you know, right. I don't want to do that again. And absolutely. You know, it actually shows in your work too, I think. Um, because you can kind of see your style, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like if I, I mean, I know you, but if I saw 20 of your prints and I saw, Ten years later, I saw it. I'd be like, oh, that's Tom's. <laughs> right, right, right. It's got that, it's got awesome. that unique, you know, it's got that unique like signature on it. So, um, favorite documentary. <laughs> documentary. Yeah, uh, if you have one, it's called I Am. Okay. Uh, I can't remember. It's the same director that directed, like Ace Ventura. Fuck out of here. <laughs> right. But right. it's a serious documentary uh, about like basically philosophy and how he basically gave up all his money and now lives in a trailer and rides his bike to work teaching his philosophy on what life is. Get out of here. It's called yeah, I it's, Am Like the Letter I, I Am. I gotta yeah. check it out. That's why it's, I ask these questions because I get like so many cool recommendations. Oh my God. It's, it's, it's fantastic because it, I mean like for me, especially because I follow like um westernized eastern philosophy like a big philosopher uh sure. that i admire is alan watts and i've been reading him since i was about 30 and he literally changed the way that i live just yeah. by reading his stuff and trying to manipulate it into my own thing even though he's from the 60s 70s it still it works matter, for yeah, today absolutely. yeah yeah so favorite curse word <laughs> Every curse word. Yeah, I really love the word "cunt." Oh, me too. Uh, but not <laughs> in like a derogatory way. I exactly. only say it exactly. as not inanimate <laughs> objects. Like if I drop something. Yes. Or uh, <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't say it towards anybody. Right. I say it all day long. And but I do love the word "cunt." It's such a great. It's just it's it's got such a like like a punch to it. 
Um, I don't associate it with a vagina or anything. No, it's just exactly, exactly. It's not derogatory, sexist, no. or, or or anything like that. It's just we. I was talking. I had somebody on here from the UK actually uh, a few episodes back, and we were talking about that. I'm like, <clears throat> cunt is so popular in in London. Yeah, they use it it's as like their bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. damn. That's it. It's like it's like nothing. Uh, so I was like, I want to bring that here. You know, we need that. Here. We need to, <laughs> we need to reimagine it. It's not going to yeah. happen. No, yeah, especially right now. It's definitely not going to happen. Um, so, all right. We're going to do some picks, man. We're going to, let me, uh, this is my, I've done these picks before, but this is my first time doing it a different way. Okay. If it doesn't work, I have a backup, but this is my wife's okay. showed me how to do like a slideshow. So let's right. see what the fuck happens with that. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is share my screen. So, yeah, we have, I'm just going to describe the pictures a little bit because some people watch okay. the video, but some people listen to the, you know, just the audio. So, uh -huh. we have a woman standing next to Tom. She's holding a, uh -huh. you know, fucking 40s, you know, machine gun there <laughs> and or 20s. I don't even know. And then Tom's on the right um, as a flapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From, from that decade, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the 20s, uh, yeah. the roaring 20s. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, tell me about this picture. What's Wearing going on? Wearing nylon stockings and all. Uh, nylon stockings and all. You look great, yeah, yeah. by the way. <laughs> if I put that I on. I met that girl. Be... <laughs> I was in New Orleans, and I met that girl that day. Her name's Robin, and she okay. was, you know, kind of quiet at first. Yeah. And then uh, we walked by the place that did the old-timey photos, and I was like, you want to go get that done? And she's like, nah. I was like, I'll dress as the girl and you dress as the guy. And she's like, 100%. And then as I'm changing, I hear her running around the studio playing pretend gun <laughs> with the gun that she had. And uh, I didn't have any underwear on. And he had me put my leg up for one shot. And the door is open to the street. So a bunch of people saw my cock that day. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. Awesome. So... How long ago was this? I'm going to say seven years ago, maybe eight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So we're going to go on to the next one here. Okay. So we got the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Uh, putting Tom in a headlock. So 100%. What's, uh, what's going on here? And where is this at? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if um, a lot of people have dirt malls, but on Long Island, there's a dirt, well, it's really dirt mall now called Sunbed Mall. Oh, yeah. And there's no kids around ever. <laughs> so I would go there and take my picture with the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. Right. Uh, and have them do stupid shit to me, because why not? I actually cannot believe this is Sunbed Mall. Like, why, why would they hire the Easter Bunny to be there? There's, you know, five people that go there a week. So uh, <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I just like I'll go here so I don't like damage any kid's psyche. <laughs> so fair enough. So this yeah, yeah. this is definitely gonna bring us to the next one then because this one uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also Sunvet Mall. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. So uh, I was doing the thing with Santa a couple of years, my brother found it hilarious, so he came with me and uh I wanted Santa to pretend that he was giving us Aegean pizza. <laughs> So yeah, we have gift. this. We have it's uh it's almost like a holiday card. It says happy yep. happy holidays on the top. We got Tom, Tom's brother on the left. Santa's in the middle, sitting down, holding a fucking Sicilian pie, which looks really good right now. And, <laughs> and Tom's on the right, and you know they both look surprised, elated, whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sunbet Mall. But why the fuck yeah. did they hire Santa once again? It was, it was there every year. I did it for like five years. Just why not? Right. I mean, you even know? Christmas time, that place is dead. Yeah. It was, it was just something like that's actually <laughs> when I was more popular with tattoos. It was just, and like internet, social media was still new. So like, and everything was like so drama related that if you saw at least one picture to make you smile, this is before memes and stuff like that. It was just like, all right, at least I changed somebody's day. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. You know? No, this is definitely fucking awesome. And now next, uh, we're going to continue, actually, our little holiday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> little dick in the box action with Santa. We got, yeah, so we got, once again, like a holiday card, happy holidays. Santa's uh -huh. sitting down. He's opening a box <laughs> <laughs> that's connected to Tom's pants, like dick in a box, like the Justin Timberlake video. Um, <laughs> wow, man. 
Do you know this yeah. Santa? Do you know this Santa? No, no, they were just totally down with it. Uh, the photographer knew me from going there so many times that she was just like, just do whatever he wants. He loves it. <laughs> and I always make sure there's no kids around when I actually- Right, right, right. Yeah, I was I was picturing this like there's like 40 kids online behind you. you yeah, know? <laughs> no, no kids around. I made sure. Like if there were kids, oh, I would wait till they left. It's fucking awesome. Did you ever send these out to like friends or family or uh, cards? Just just like my mom. Yeah, of uh, course. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, like I just posted online, but mainly just gave it to my mom because uh, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm I'm the weird kid of the of the trio, so. Ah. That's all right. Weird, <laughs> weird is good. Weird is good. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to get into some of your art. Um, uh, I love this one. It's not, yeah. only, you know, obviously she's uh, stunning, but she's got a pizza, a slice of pizza. <laughs> and she dropped a little bit of sauce on her uh, chest there. Yeah. Um, kind of nice. So I have to ask you now, is, is this scenario from your imagination or was this like a live? No, that's, that's from a photo. Um, and then I just mocked up her painting. Uh, nice. But also, like, you don't really see her face, just so you can relate to it in a way. Sure. And it, if anything, uh, I, I'm sure I put some kind of title towards it about, like, you know, uh, loss of person, you know, like a little bit of you, a little bit of me involved. Right. Absolutely. I once, um, my wife's going to kill me, but I once, um, had a, took a frozen pizza, uh, like I think it's Celeste. Right. <laughs> and um, I put it in the toaster, and you know how fucking hot that sauce gets underneath that, like, fake cheese? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the hottest thing on earth, man. I dropped the whole fucking thing on her chest. Oh. Uh, to the point where she was, like, screaming. Nice scar. Yeah. I didn't, it didn't burn. I mean, it didn't, it, yeah, right. but it didn't, it didn't scar. Um, but, yeah. Sorry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so uh, Betty Page is the next picture here. Um, she's all tied up. Um, this is an awesome picture, man, because it almost looks like comic book kind of art. Yeah, uh, uh, I recently acquired uh, an iPad. Uh, was it January, I'm gonna say? Okay. And I wanted to see what digital art was about. Like I, I more love like an actual original. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why I do paint. Uh, but I also just screwed around with uh, Procreate for a while. And I still do from time to time. Uh, just cause it's, it's, it's kind of fun to see what you can do and you can erase your mistakes and play with it a sure, little bit sure. and see what happens. Yeah. And uh, Betty Page is just, you know, very iconic to me Absolutely. and what I do, yeah. So now describe the, how the process of this one. Did you draw this out and then put it into Procreate, Procreate or then, or you did the whole thing in there? I did the whole thing in Procreate. Wow, that's uh, crazy. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm lucky enough to have a bunch of Betty Page reference pictures. Like my library here is just filled with like Eric Stanton and like, all like Gil Elvgren and a bunch of Betty, uh, Betty Page books and, and sure. whatnot. And I feel like, like a lot of them people haven't even seen. So like, I kind of like play with them a little bit into what I normally do and still put like more of a, uh, a down low philosophy feel to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think I might buy this one, man. Is this one for sale? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, they might be there. I don't know. I don't put too much of the digital prints uh, for sale. I know some of them are, but I yeah. mainly just, I usually toss some of the digital prints in for free when you buy something else. Right, right. All right well, maybe I'll steal it then if I can't buy That's it. That's a little like, yeah. A little, a <laughs> I kind of want to put it up you. on the wall here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll send you one. That's awesome. 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 All right, so this moved on by itself. I don't know why, but um, yeah. here's the next picture. Um, yeah, that's one of the first watercolor paintings I did, actually. Really? Really? Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm just going to describe it real quick. 2014 on it or 16 or somewhere around there. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like 16. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's super small. Yeah. So we have a woman, you know, bent over, pulling up her stockings. 
Um, I like this man. And I, by the way, I kept I kept this you know kind of PG thirteen because of course I don't want to get kicked of off course. of fucking YouTube yeah. and, and yeah, everything gotcha. else. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to see the real hardcore stuff, uh, head on over. You know, yeah. Keep, uh, Tom's Instagram page, Tom Tappet, or the uh, buy some prints at Etsy. No, I love this one because it's nice and soft and elegant and absolutely does a lot with very little. Yeah, no, it's really cool. And I I love the like the dead space too for some reason. It's Mm -hmm. uh, and the off center. It's really cool. This was amazing, man. Um, So here we have the Heath Ledger Joker uh, drawings, uh, portrait of his face. You know, one he's kind of serious, the other one's laughing. these are incredible, dude. <laughs> what, what's the story Those behind are fun. these? Uh, my friend Mike Delarosso. Oh man, of course I know Mike Delarosso, <laughs> Joker, and he yeah. has done so much for me over the years. Uh, he's actually even come with me to my first tattoo convention because I was nervous. Right. Uh, he once built me a website uh, back in the day, and he, uh, I, I've tattooed a lot of his body. Uh, yeah, he's got a couple. And he's just he's an all-around great guy because he was one of the dudes that because I don't drink and he owned a bar. Yep. And he knew I was there just to be his friend, and sure. I knew he was there for me to just be my friend. Like we didn't want anything from each other, especially at a time when I just started tattooing, and that's where a lot of people started coming around to be my friend. So whenever I can, I kind of try to make something just for him. Sure. Because he he played a major role in my art career that's awesome he's a great guy man i um he's i run into him i run into him at 7-eleven like all the time i'm sure yeah every time i'm there, every time i go there i'm like hey, what's up mike <laughs> that that's his street if you're on union uh he's 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 the mayor of the un- yeah <laughs> he's he's the mayor of uh Ronkonkoma. that's right that's right yeah i still <laughs> so i'm in lake grove now but um right yeah i bump into him all the time all right um all right, so getting into some tattoos now. Uh-huh. Um, I really dig this one, man. Yeah, it's super badass. That, that's, yeah. that's one of the ones that it was, here's my drawing, do you want it? And she was all about it. Wow. She, she it was, I, I, yeah, it's on her ribs going onto her hip. Okay. And it was me figuring out how to do more with less. So pretty, pretty much all the focus is on her hair and just, there's just little notches of, Hence shading everywhere else. Right. So as far as your tattoos go, do you um, do you have like a specific style that you do or you kind of do a little, a little bit of everything? I do whatever makes people happy at this yeah. point. Uh, if, if they want um, coordinates the size of a dime, sure. <laughs> uh, do, if they want a portrait, you got it. If they right. want um, uh, a lady head, I have so many drawn already. Um, but like, I don't think I have a voice with tattooing. I'm, I'm just able to do, uh, a little bit of everything. I'm sure. definitely not a master of any specific style. Sure. Well, what, do you, what would you prefer? Like if you had to pick one, what would be your favorite, you know? If I had to pick one, I kind of love neo-traditional. Uh, okay. I love stuff with, you know, the illustrative look of, you know, strong lines and light lines and then uh just basically saying everything with the line work and the color is just an additive sure awesome man because it just lasts longer yeah now how long ago was this one yeah this was about if you remember (laughs) i'm gonna say six years ago okay seven years ago wow no yeah six years ago okay this sleeve man wow yeah she's dope yeah, we have a sleeve here, um, obviously very floral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you did the whole thing? I did the whole thing. She actually just started with uh, a small piece on her forearm. Uh, and I think about like six months later, she's like, let's do the rest of it. Yeah. And I think we did it in total, like maybe four sittings, five sittings. Wow. She actually is a really, really rad girl. I spent a lot of time with her, you know, six or seven sittings, but uh, yeah, she was cool. I love that. I love black and gray. It, to me, it's, it's, it's always going to look, because as it fades, it's just going to fade all together. Right. 
Very cool, man. Um, so, all right, I got to tell everyone these next, uh, this, uh, this next little segment is very fun. Okay. We're okay. Gonna, I found some, I found some terrible tattoos. Like, okay. Not, not you didn't make them. So hey, I want to make, maybe I, I did. Make, nope. Nope. If you did, dude. <laughs> um, this is my first time doing this and I figured right, right. why not start with my first like tattoo artist. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, once again, I want to clarify that these have nothing to do with Tom. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh. So we have a portrait here, if, if you want to call it that, of Ryan Gosling. Um, it says Ryan on the top, Gosling on the bottom. It's got his face, which looks absolutely nothing like him. It, almost right. got a, it, more, it looks more like the guy from Princess Bride. <laughs> well, that's probably why it had right, Ryan Gosling on it, so you know. Right, right. And <laughs> then for some fucking reason, and it's not a cover-up because there's skin here. All right fucking spider legs coming out of his yeah. neck what the fuck is this <laughs> this is could this be uh, like intentional funny you know what i mean no okay. because if you look in the background it's somebody's house um, okay <laughs> so i mean tattooers aren't changing the world uh i'm no better than the person that did this mm -hmm. uh we just have different skill levels uh i'm sure the guy going into it kind of knew what he was getting into when he walked into somebody's house to get the tattoo it might even be his buddy right uh but you know just like anybody drawing you know yeah that's you can't insane. Draw it, it's not really it's gonna come it's never gonna be better than your drawing <laughs> i mean he has a mustache did he ever even have a mustache that's well you know it might be just you know that day he didn't shave yeah <laughs> fucking crazy all right um this one man yeah so once again I've seen this I, one before oh you have yeah yeah um uh, i mean not in person but i have seen it before yeah it's michael jackson um uh, which i guess you know they did a good job just just because i know it's michael jackson right but one you know out of a hundred maybe like i'll give him like a two <laughs> um just it says forever with us and then huh. MJ in a heart. Um, yeah, this is crazy, dude. <laughs> um, weirdly, there's some people that actually seek out these types of tattoos. That's kind of what I was saying with the first one. Like, is it like an intentional, you know? Sometimes there is. I have a client that I've been tattooing for 10 years and there's been times <laughs> that she goes, and she's a punk. She's a punk girl and she's just like, I want this to look like shit. And I'm like, huh? Right. right. And she's like, miss spots, do this, that, that. And I'm like, okay. Sure. I'm into it. Yeah. Whatever that your look you're going for, uh, I, I can make that happen, but right. it's going to stay however I do it, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Listen, I, I don't want to put anybody down or anything, you know? No, if this, no, if this no. is what they want, then yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if this was supposed to be real, that's that's scary. There are people that come into my shop now with <laughs> stuff like this and go, "How do you fix this?" And I go, "We cover it up." Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's uh, with a laser. That's how we fix it. No, I mean not always. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this one, yeah. So we got um, the Lion King. Uh, Simba's on the back here, um, dude. Yeah. What is going on here? <laughs> Fortunately enough, a lot of it is going to fade away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not all of it, though. These whiskers, man. These whiskers yeah. look like they, like, went real deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, uh, again, is just skill. Like, I love how crazy long that paw is on the cub. <laughs> yeah, the proportion is, yeah. is absolutely insane. Um, but man, this is huge. I mean, this, I think this is this guy's whole that's back. That's his whole back. Yeah. That sucks. That poor guy. That sucks. Once again, if that's what you wanted, fucking awesome. <laughs> that poor but guy. I can't, I can't imagine that you'd want that. <laughs> no, there's no way. All right. Yeah. We got a uh, Freddie Mercury. Um, <laughs> once again. Yeah. I have no idea, man. Is, is, is this intentional or not? I have no idea. This is crazy. Definitely not, because there's there's <laughs> the, a lot of it fell out and whatnot. And this poor guy, 
his clouds <laughs> that are just so and like little birds. I didn't even see that right away. Yeah, the bird. That's what makes me think like maybe it was like supposed to be a joke, but no, there's no way that that was that was just somebody not doing what their skill level is. Yeah, yeah, wow. But again, every picture you showed me, I see background house. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see. An, yeah, so an there's a moral to this whole thing. Yeah. yeah, not get a tattoo at a house. Yeah. Unless you, unless you want this, if you want it's, this, it's your buddy. Yeah, your yeah, buddy just, trying uh, things out. It's rock and roll, I guess. Holy shit! All right, so that wraps this up. Let me come back to our regular screen here. And uh, this, here we go, dude. Had a great time, man. That's awesome. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for being here. No, this is cool. I, I like everything. I'm just noticing everything in the background, like everything going on, like the David Bowie and stuff like that. Like yeah. I work in the place that he lived in. No shit. Yeah. Like he lived upstairs from where I work. Wow. And like, you know, even before that I hang out in little Italy all the time and uh, you would see him around pretty often. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Um, yeah. I kind of just, you know, a lot of these pictures, you're actually up here, but you, my camera's all fucked sure. up, so the movie. I like being in the shadows. It's my thing. Uh, no, you can't even see it at all. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta reconfigure it. Um, yeah, I put everyone who's been on the show and things that I like, and um, yeah, Beastie Boys book. Gotta have the Beastie Boys book. Okay. Uh, some sign things. Uh, people who send me shit from the show. It's just my collection here. Fuck yeah! I'm actually in a garage. I'm in my fucking garage. Uh, it's probably bigger than my whole apartment. <laughs> so, yeah, this is where this is where the magic's starting here, man. This is where it's all happening. Um, and behind this is just a garage. So I needed something, you know, with a little appeal, you know. <laughs> eh, no, it's it, no. it's dope. It, no one wants to see a lawnmower. Even if podcast. your wife just drove in just now, that'd be even. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking blew the whole thing down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So my final question, I ask everybody mm -hmm. on a scale from one to hell fucking yeah. How excited were you to be here today? <laughs> I fucking, I was pumped all day for it. So hell fucking yeah. I woke yeah. up and my pants were extra tough. Extra <laughs> That's how excited I was. Hell fucking yeah. Awesome. Same here, man. Um, so thank you for being here. And uh, I hope to see more of your art in the future, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Awesome. Thank you. Fucking